Welcome to Women's Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all groups of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest podcast here at Women Thrive. My name is Abigail Rebecca. I'm your host today. And this show is for all of you gorgeous parents out there. Well, I mean, if you're not a parent, you can still listen. Of course you can, because I'm sure that you'll get some incredible insights from this. But if you have children, if you're parenting or you're in that role, then this will be the episode for you. We were just talking before we came on air, like, happy wife, happy husband, well, happy children, happy parents. So we're going to be talking all about parenting and just going into all sorts of conversations around that. But before we go into that, I really want to introduce you to today's guest. Her name is Bronwyn Bergen. She is the founder and president of the Stars Kids Life Coaches. She says there is no greater inspiration than empowering children. I love that. Stars Kids Life Coaches is a certified global kids life group specializing in building self-esteem, social skills, emotional intelligence, and communication skills, whilst also addressing growth mindset for athletes, attention disorders, divorce recovery, and parental counseling. Bronwyn, welcome, welcome, welcome. What a juicy subject today. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You are more than welcome. And you are part of our wonderful Women Thrive community. You are going to be one of our speakers on our upcoming summit. We're so excited to have you. And I have to say, when we have our... so. With our speakers every week, we have speaker calls. We bring all of our speakers together so that they can just get to know one another and ask any questions. And we do coaching and mentoring sometimes on these calls. And Bronwyn, I have to say, every time you come on those calls, you just light up the screen every time that you share. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you. That's so nice to hear. Thank you. And I appreciate it. You're welcome. So I'd love for you to share, first of all, before we kind of dive deeper into the work that you do and how not only you help to empower children, but by empowering children, that's got a significant impact on the parents, right? I would think. Very much so. Mm -hmm. So before we dive into that, I'd really love for you to share a little bit more about what you do, the beautiful work that you do in this world. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So, as Abigail stated, I am the founder of Stars Kids Life Coaches. And I started this business because I was an educator for 30 some years. And towards the end of that career, I was really seeing a shift in our children. And I felt like at the end of the day, when I would reflect on 
how, how my day went with my children, my students, I felt like I was actually coaching more than teaching. And I felt like I was dealing more with children's rise in anxiety, a lack of coping and resiliency skills in our kids. And I kept on thinking, why is this happening? And so fast forward of me recognizing the need in our youth and this shift that was happening, thought, what could I do? What can I do? I have a master's in psychology. I've been teaching for 30 years. I've got 65 credits beyond that. But I really wanted to have another impact on children and society. And literally, it's just a funny little side story. But my husband and I were relaxing one evening, having some wine. And he said, what are you going to do when you retire? How are we going to make this impact? And I said, well, I have a lot of ideas. But, you know, I don't want to do, I don't want to go down some roads. I don't want to do the psychologist or a therapist. There's, there's, there's a middle ground here I'm seeing with children and not everybody child needs a therapist or a psychologist, but they need a coach. And he said, well, there's life coaches for adults. Why aren't there any for children? And it was like this mind blowing moment. and. I thought it's brilliant. I mean, I can help kids bridge that gap, right? Of, of learning how to be positive, building up our kids' confidence, which is paramount in every aspect of their lives, having them open up with a growth mindset attitude and beyond. So long story short, I developed my business and it took off and it was just me. And I thought, this is amazing. I was getting positive feedback and so forth. And, but then I was starting to have to say no, which I'm not very good at because I couldn't take on any more clients. At that point, I was still teaching at during the day and I was coaching kids all night long and I was burning the candle at both ends. Like many women, I'm sure that are listening to your podcast do. And especially as parents, and I had kids at home also at that time. So I was like, something has to be done. So that's when I thought, okay, I'm going to create my own coaching certification and train coaches my way. So that way we can have more coaches and impact more children. And that's what I did. And I now have 12 coaches that are working beautifully and impacting so many children and can we're continuing to grow across the the United States and globally clients all over the world. Wow, that's a very quick summation. I know there's so much more that you do and it I just congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations on finding this particular niche or niche wherever you're from and also creating this incredible business around it when you were talking I was thinking I'm a women's leadership coach and I've been training and mentoring and coaching leaders for like over 28 years now both in corporate and in my own business and whenever I am with a, a woman and 
we are talking about her next step, her big leaps, her visibility, her leadership, the blocks, the limiting beliefs, the imposter syndrome, the worries, the anxiety, always, always, always stem back to childhood. Very much so. So for you to be able to create this so that a a child can have the opportunity to maybe not take any of that trauma or limiting beliefs or whatever that might be into adulthood, what a gift that is. What a gift that you're bringing to the world. What a gift you're bringing to humanity. Thank you. Thank you. And that is something that when a parent reaches out, whether they reach out proactively or reactively, we have both and both are phenomenal. I tell parents what we're going to create here as a team are lifelong skills. That if we can implement just what you were saying, whether they're five through 18, we can instill these, get rid of those limiting beliefs, believe in that positivity, open up that growth mindset so that they're willing to try new things and not have that fear of failure because it's going to happen. I mean, it's life, but then how are they going to use those resiliency skills and coping mechanisms to bounce back? And I love it when we work with our really little ones, five, six, seven, my really, really, really little ones. And you see them go, it's not the end of the world that I couldn't unzip my jacket today. I see that now. And then I have teens saying, it's not the end of the world that my some of my friendships, my girlfriends may be talking negatively about me. I, I'm going to realize that I have such inner strength and confidence in myself that I'm not going to allow that to affect me and what how I'm going to proceed in my day or my life. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that because... That's one of the first things I tell parents is we are working on lifelong skills here. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. I know that we've there's there's some sensitivity around this because obviously we're talking about children, right? But at what point do you find that your clients, as in the parents, at what point do you find that they would feel that it's necessary or see a gap or take that step to reach out to you and to be like, right, okay, we need to do this work and my child needs this coaching. Do you see like a common theme with it? So that's a great question. And, And sometimes parents are reaching out because they're witnessing or they've been embarrassed by their child's behavior, right? Or they've witnessed it on sports teams where The child may not be interacting appropriately or handling disappointment or so on. Sometimes it's a school conference, a teacher or someone might have suggested to them that they might need some outside help. So I think there's a lot of different reasons and parents reach out over so many different reasons. Sometimes it's my child needs that confidence building. Sometimes it's my child is blocked in certain areas of their life and they won't step out of their comfort zone. Sometimes parents reach out because they're worried about their child's social and emotional intelligence. 
especially since COVID, they've seen a decline in that, those social skills, how to interact and make new friends. I mean, that's, it, it's vital. And, and then we'll be focusing on eye contact and body language and how to speak to someone. But I also love, it's a small percentage, the parents that reach out proactively. They're, going, they're the group who says, I'd love for my child, I, I see something. I see something in there where I think we could tap even more to learn some leadership skills. And they're reaching out because they want to arm them with all of those tools necessary in advance. And we work on building all kinds of being an effective leader and what that looks like in, in our youth. So again, it really runs the gamut why parents reach out. But they, one thing I do tell them is that this is a team. And even though when we do a meet and greet with their child, we put onus back on the child, telling them they're part of this team, that they have to be part of this journey. It's not like they come in and work with the coach. And then after the you know, session is finished, it's like, bye, see you next week. We want them to work on that goal setting that the coach and the child has created around that topic. And so the parents also are part of that journey. And the parent always says, what can we do to support our child? And we always give suggestions where, you know, helping foster and making sure that they're following through with their goal or their strategies that they need to work on. And meanwhile, I'm always emailing parents and just giving random tips and articles and so forth that that everybody can learn from to just be a better parent as much as we can to support our children. I love that. I love that it's uh, such a team effort. Before we hit record, you were talking about creating healthy family dynamics. Yes. I really love that. There's this whole team approach. We're in this together, the parents and the children working together. Do you ever coach the parents? I do. Well, we do, I should say. So we have three, we have different aspects of, of, of our coaching business. Obviously our children, right? But we also have parental counsel. And besides just how to reinforce helping your child working in that team, sometimes the family dynamics may be thrown off kilter a bit. So we recommend the coach and the parent having that session because not every parent knows every answer. I didn't. I have four children. I didn't know every answer and how to solve every problem. And I didn't have those suggestions. And we can't expect parents to have answers to every everything that's thrown their way. So the parental council helps create an action plan. Again, we listen to their, we know the child's needs, but we listen to the parents' concerns what they're feeling and exhibiting in home. It, are, are siblings being affected by this also? And then what we do is we create an action plan going forward with the parents and we guide them through the process of 
finding and, and accomplishing those objectives and giving them that advice and that guidance that they need. One of the things that just came to mind that I hear a lot actually with from parents like my friends or colleagues or even people that I coach, there seems to be like this common theme that the more you kind of like develop yourself, the more that you open your mind to your possibility, your own leadership. And I guess like if we want to go like down that that kind of spiritual theme as well, like your own consciousness, like you're becoming more conscious of things. There's always a worry then. It's almost like opening your mind to the fact that you've got so much responsibility for your child because you understand about like the child wounds and like like everything like our whole like reality is is created by by the time we're seven and then we view life through this filter of a seven-year-old child and you can really go down the rabbit hole with that what words of advice can you give to parents that are maybe worried about that or are feeling like very maybe hyper aware of am I doing it right like am I helping my child like I don't want my child to be like an adult and then kind of coming and blaming me for everything like what would you say to that I I usually tell parents one day at a time one day at a time and it's clean slate because you're going to make mistakes every parent makes mistakes and it's okay to own those mistakes to your children also because you're not going to make the right decisions all the time I tell parents also to be as open and honest as much as possible about what's going on in their own lives with their children. Because children are so intuitive and yet they can be resilient also when they learn how to be. But so if something's going on in a parent's life where they're second guessing certain things, sit down and be honest, have a conversation and just say, you know what? This is my first go around with this. Like maybe I I tell parents, especially I'd say eight and above, you can actually sit down with your child and and if this is like a win-win, you'd be empowering your child, but they're also problem solving with you. So if you're not sure about something, sit down with your child and say, okay, here's what I'm thinking about this. Maybe you didn't, you, you bombed that test. And I and I'm I, and yeah, I'm I'm a little upset about it. So, so what are we going to do about it together? How are we going to problem solve this and empower your child to be part of the process of that decision-making, whether there's consequences or not, then you're not second guessing. But a lot of times it's going with your gut. And if it works, it's phenomenal. And if it doesn't work, then you say, well, that bombed. So what are we going to do next? It was learning from our mistakes. That's what we coach kids on. We coach parents on the same thing. And you're not going to kick yourself a million times if it doesn't go down the right path. It's okay. It's really okay. And you 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 can pat yourself on the back that you're doing a great job and you need to remind yourself of that most of the time. Parents don't give themselves that self-care, that self-love that they need yeah. most mm-hmm. often. Yeah. I really, really love that, Bronwyn. Open and honest conversations. And then again, it's coming back to team. Uh, I always feel like with parenting and what I witness of parenting, 
mm-hmm. is that there's normally two camps you either just like fall into like the parenting style of your parents or you mm-hmm. completely rebel against it right and go the other way yes but I find that children these kids I mean every generation is different but these kids are really special right really very very special that are coming into this new world they're very much more aware super intelligent technology is like second nature to them Mm -hmm. feel like the difference between the generations is quite wide now do you find that with the with the children these days I I do and when you bring up the technology, I mean, a lot of parents will reach out because they'll say their children are technology addicted because their world is surrounded with it. Even in school, most of the time they can be on a laptop nowadays. So I always say there's that balance, right? And I work with parents on finding that balance without squashing the child initiative. I mean, if they're sitting on their phone and they're just scrolling through social media, which you know, that that's different. But a lot of times kids are on and they might even be using it as to decompress from their day. They might go on and code and create really cool things. But parents think that that's, they use the word addicted. They're just addicted. They come home and they're out on their computer and they're on it at day and they're on it at night. But that is their world. And I, I believe there has to be a balance. They need to be outside and they need to have family time. It's like that puzzle piece of, where a pie where we need to make sure we have equal of family dynamics and school technology because that technology is their world ai is just now becoming all a part of our world it's just going to grow from there so it's almost like a new piece of the pie technology for our kids and it never used to be but it really is so i think that they're just you have to plug in the other parts of your life but i think Parents need to be forgiving in a little bit of a way, still monitor it. I'm not saying don't monitor it, but forgiving a bit because they're growing up in a very, very different world than we all have. It's so fast, isn't it? It's developing so quickly. Mm -hmm. It's like you say, AI, it's just becoming the norm now. It's just becoming part of the world, not not just in business, like with everything in, in life. And many parents, we weren't brought up right in that way. Oh, like yes. the internet, when did that start happening? Like mid nineties, like right. No, right. very clunky and now see what's happening. So I can imagine that that is something that really is, that you can really help to guide your, your mm-hmm. parents, clients through. Yes, absolutely. And again, it's a family dynamic. It's sitting down and and you have the parent and the child and working out a system that works for everybody so that both parties are happy. And again, comes back to that family dynamic of being healthy, thriving, equal participants in the family. Beautiful. What's next for you, Bronwyn? It feels like there's a lot of expansion that's going on in your world at the moment. I'd love to know like what your big vision is now moving forward and for the future. So we have recently 
I have another division of my business. It's called Athletic Mindset Services. It sort of fell into my lap. As we were coaching children, many parents were reaching out saying, my youth athlete needs to create mental toughness. So we have a beautiful athletic mindset division where I we have coaches specializing in sports that have either played collegiate or professional sports that are there to to guide children and balance that academic part too, which is which is very, very important. So we have that other aspect. I see this business. The end game is this. I would like to put kids life coaching so much on the map and that where we as adults, we might say things like, well, my life coach or my therapist, so-and-so does said this, right? I want children in normal conversations to say, well, my kid's life coach said this, that when life throws us curveballs, we can throw them right back. I want the kids life coaching to roll off our children's tongues and parents to realize the validity of what we're doing and creating this lifelong skills and a toolbox of skills that these kids are going to be pulling out for the rest of their lives and attributing them to every aspect of their life. Wow. What a great vision for the future. (laughs) I see that happening. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. And we're very honored to be a part of that, actually, at Women Thrive to support you with a with a part of that and for you to be coming and sharing your beautiful knowledge and wisdom and expertise on our stage. What are you most excited about being a, a speaker on the Women Thrive stage, Bromwich? Well, I also want to thank you because there's nothing better than to be surrounded by a pack of women who are very like-minded and kind and supportive individuals, and which is what Women's Thrive has created for sure. And I'm most excited about sharing my story and, and, and obviously listening to other speakers and learning more about them, but sharing my story, talking about the validity of what we do. And again, bottom line, my mission of just putting kids life coaching out there and welcoming parents to listen and learn. And I'm going to give advice. And my talk, I believe is going to be amazing that everybody can benefit from listening to. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. We're so excited. We can't wait to see all of that come into fruition and it certainly will it certainly will if people want to find out more about you and your work where's the best place for them to find you you could certainly start with my website which is www.starskidslifecoaches.com and on there you can find all of our information every service we offer book a free meet and greet and which is right on there or get in touch with us and we'll reach back out to you. And again, we look forward to speaking to parents on a proactive or reactive reason. Fantastic. Thanks, Bromwyn. Thank you so much for coming and being a a guest on the Women Thrive Summit today. Thank you for having me. 
Um, thank you everyone for watching. As always, we'd love to know your takeaways, your aha moments. I think really my biggest takeaway from all of this, and Bronwyn, you shared such amazing wisdom with us today, but this real concept about having real open and honest conversations with children and potentially moving away from the role that you might feel that you have to take as a parent and actually having those conversations that you can come together as a team and, and maybe even share vulnerably as well with children. It's uh, it's a real takeaway for me. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Yeah. And that's an excellent takeaway because it's pretty vital in creating that family dynamic and it's okay to be a parent and show your vulnerability um, if anything, it serves as a wonderful role model for your children to see you in that light and know that you're going to be resilient and know as a family, you can work together and come back from whatever it might be. Absolutely. Thank you, Bronwyn. Parents, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. What were your main takeaways from our episode today? We'd love to hear. Please reach out to us here at Women Thrive can reach Bronwyn directly. Um, we're going to put all the details and all the links so you can find her and her beautiful company underneath this episode today. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you very, very soon on the next episode of the Women Thrive podcast. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.